We told y'all that this week was going to be crazy, and we were right. It's been pretty nuts. Uh, A lot of different... How do I want to put this? Uh, Out of nowhere, things happened. Well, we're going to get to all of them. Oh, yes. There's, uh, like, so many. So many things happened this week. And, okay, so I want to get to a couple of things first. And then I'll give you the rundown of the show. Mm -hmm. So, first of all, uh, happy Thanksgiving to our Canadian peeps. A lot of people I told on Discord, I was like, oh, yeah, I'll be busy this weekend because I have a bunch of Thanksgiving stuff. Uh And they were all like, what are you talking about? Like, Thanksgiving's not till November. And I'm like, well, not for me. Right. Right. Um, See, we here in America have to wait like another month and a half until we can stuff our faces. (laughs) Yeah, it, it was great because, listen... And that's I, why I've been we're around. I've been around for a lot of Thanksgivings, and I'm I'm kind of turkeyed out because it's like every holiday is turkey, and so uh, my grandmother came over on Saturday. I think it was Saturday, and we had turkey here. Uh, but then yesterday we had barbecue at my cousin's, and I am very I'm very happy that we swapped it up because what? oh. Yes. So then, well, technically today is Thanksgiving, but we did everything yesterday because weekend. Again, that's why we're a day late and we apologize. Um, Yes. (laughs) We're getting it done. The second thing I wanted to get to right off the top is just a quick little note that is almost a week old. The NHL and the NHLPA have announced a target date for 2020-2021, which is January 1st. Yes. Kick off um, the year right. Is that too early? Or do you think that's like a fine? I think it's fine, especially for if like, you know, I know they say they want to play a full 82. Treated like the lockout. A little bit, you know, because there were no games played in what was it, the 12 13 season that wasn't, you know, they didn't play in 2012. That's true, yeah. So, yeah, I, I think it's a good start date. Um, again, well, not again, but as of now, the target date to start the season is all we know. We don't know. Uh, start of training camp or anything although there have been rumors thank you Justin Schultz <laughs> yeah like I think uh, one of them said around November it was either Schultz or Jari like before yeah it was around that time when Jari got extended I think he heard November 15th was a probable training camp start date yeah, that would if, if they're starting January first, that would make sense. Yes. Um. So anyway, here is what we're gonna do the whole, basically, rest of this show. So mm-hmm. real quick, real quick, we're gonna go through the um, probably the top five 
from the draft that took forever. Oh, I, listen. So I'm pretty sure well, what I was told is that they wanted to like extend like every pick the the five minutes or whatever, so like they could get more ads on TV to get more revenue or something because like there was no season. But good lord, I think there was two picks that were in before like the thirty second mark. No, the Just... the first round took three hours, and then two through seven took the whole freaking day. Yeah, it was nuts. It didn't end until dinner time. Like seriously, there was no need for it to go that long. No, it was crazy. Um, but they still got it done. What we're going to do is we're going to recap the top five and both Columbus's pick and San Jose's pick, which I forgot to mention last episode, turned out to be thirty first because they got that pick uh, from Tampa in exchange for Barkley Goodrow. And they won the cup. Yes. So 31st overall. It, it worked out, I would say, for Tampa Bay. Oh, yeah. For sure. It's funny how, like, they've taken those top to middle guys from other teams and just turned them into depth guys. You know? Yeah. Well, he uh, he was mostly depth with us, too. He had that right, one goal still, against like, Vegas, but like taking, you know, Blake Coleman and turning him into this just depth player after he was one of the best guys that New Jersey had. It's awesome and crazy that they're just that good. Yeah. I mean, I, when you're the best team on paper, like you kind of just need to fill in like the bottom six. Uh huh. And then right. you're you're good to go. That okay. top six is ridiculous. Sorry. Um, but I got to get through this. So we're going to run down the quick draft stuff. Um, and then we've got a multitude of trades. We got like four trades I want to talk about. Three of them mm. involving our teams. <laughs> yeah. And then um, the probably like for, for a free agency that started off kind of slow, it's picked up a lot of steam. There's, I'd say, a fair few signings. And, and by fair few, I mean so many signings. Yeah, and we're going to try to cover most, if not all, at least the big boys. Yeah. At, well, at the time <laughs> of uh, recording, uh, Petrangelo hasn't signed anywhere yet. Right, uh, but he is talking to Vegas extensively. Yes, which great, but <laughs> not great. Um, Hoffman uh, and then I think, signed. I don't think Toffoli has or the nope. Dodonov hasn't signed either. Nope. Um, a lot of big boys still on the board. So that's <sighs> going to be interesting. And I feel like the last guy we talk about is just the um. The first rock in the mudslide, you know? Yeah. The first little blip in the avalanche. Oh, okay. So what's first? What is first? Um, let's run through the top five from this past draft really quick, which, I mean, most of us saw it, right? At least yeah. if you're tracking on Twitter or even if you watched it, good for you. 
we all saw it coming to an extent. You know? I think it was pretty cut and dry for like the first three. Like we kind of knew like, oh yeah, this was... Top three were pretty solid, you know, like right in their place. Um, Four and five were... I mean, I didn't see why not. Mm -hmm. So first of all, first overall, Alexi Lafreniere, obviously um, getting picked by the New York Rangers, and that's going to be fun to watch. (laughs) Yeah, so the Rangers have, I'm pretty sure they won the, like they weren't that bad last year either, and they won the lottery, and they're like, yeah, here's, have Capo Caco. And now they get Lafreniere as well. Dude, put those two uh, on a line together. Yeah, they got a lot of decent wingers out there. They got Laugh now. They got Capo. Uh, some guy named Panarin. Mm. Uh, I mean, that's that's really all you need. And they still and then, have Kreider like, after all this time and rumors. Yeah, he... I, I mean, with Lafreniere coming in, I think that just makes... Because Kreider was being shot. So I feel like he's probably still on his way out, but we'll see. He's been shopped like, ever since he was drafted. <laughs> so... That's true. Um, yeah, second overall was uh, Byfield, Quentin Byfield, to the Los Angeles Kings. Which, hey, making history, right? Highest player of color drafted ever. That is true. Which is really cool. And, you know, I think it's really, really good for the sport in terms of just obviously diversity was a big issue so far in the sport. And with all the, um, with all the, I don't know how to phrase this. All the demonstrations, I guess, from throughout both leagues that were playing. Um, yeah. It's nice that this happened to be like a thing for Byfield to be drafted this high. So I think that's going to help, you know, minority communities build the sport like and be accepted more. Yeah, plus he got like, endorsements like from Magic Johnson that. and Snoop Dogg. I, th- I think uh, I think he's gonna have a pretty decent career in LA. Your mic is like you're puffing into it really bad, and something's going on. Oh, it's probably my it's over here. I'm gonna move that. There we go. Okay, how about now? You're better for now. Okay. Okay. Um. But yeah, and both of these guys, actually all three of the top three, oh my goodness. These guys are nuts. Yeah. Um, Laugh Laugh is obviously incredible. Byfield is fast as shit. And uh, Tim Stutzla, third overall to the Senators, off of somebody's pick. We don't need to talk about that. Let's talk about the draft pick. <laughs> it's fine. Um, he's awesome. Like all three of them are so cool, 
like they're really going to help. It says here that he's listed as a left winger. I thought he was a center, That's but not... maybe he plays. Yeah. Stutzel, um, I guess. I think he's a lot like, because we've got a lot of those kinds of forwards now that can do both wing and center. Mm-hmm. Just like throughout the whole league. So. Yeah, he probably can play both. That'll be nice. Um, fourth was the Wings pick, which, I mean, they still got a really good player, but if they just, mm, if they just did win the lottery like we thought they would, yeah, that's a that those poor Red Wings had one of the worst seasons ever, and they're like, yeah, sorry, right. Um, who did they get again? It was Lucas Raymond, right? Yep. Who's? I mean, he's pretty good. I don't know if he's. I don't know if he's the guy they were tanking for, but no, he's not. He's 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 still going to be fairly good. He's definitely going to help out with um, because they have Rasmussen and Zadina and Larkin. They've got a ton of really good young talent, and they're doing the right thing with their young guys, right? Yeah. So, I mean, we've talked about this extensively throughout the course of all the show already. Um, but Stevie Y is doing a good thing. Yeah, I mean, you just look at the uh, the current cup champion, and it's got his fingerprints all on it. Right, exactly. Um, so just Wings fans, give it some time. And uh, you'll be back. You, we all know you'll be back. Yeah, I mean, like, listen. Detroit, like, you feel bad. But they also had a dynasty and a playoff streak going 25 years. So, I mean, hey, you, you got to pay up. Bound to have a rough stretch, yeah. Um, so fifth overall was the original, was the Senators like, you know, pick that they kept. Right. Yeah. And that was, oh gosh, I'm blanking. Um, Sanderson, right. That was Jacob Sanderson. Right. Uh, yeah. Right? A lot of people thought, yeah, a lot of people thought it was going to be Drysdale, but uh-huh. I guess Ottawa likes Sanderson a little bit more. Hey, son of former Blue Jacket Jeff Sanderson. Ooh, there you go. Yeah, and uh, that'll be fun. Um, Just, I mean, think about, like, sure, Ottawa's in a very rough spot right now. They even lost the only player with any real credibility besides the kids just to free agency. That is true. But with the youth uh, movement that they'll have now with both of those guys and whoever else they got in the later rounds, plus who they have there already with, you know, Brady and um, Batherson and all these guys. Um, again, the only issue is the one right at the top. Oh, come on. <laughs> Whoa, 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 whoa. You're, you're puffing again. 
puffing. It's like you've got some weird like wind or something going through your mic. It's like really breaking up. I'm trying to think. It's I don't know if it's my sheets. Could be. Could be just you. It might be this. Around. It's probably this headset starting to go. I've had it for like a few years now. That's a shame. Um, what was I just saying now? Oh, yeah, Eugene Melnick. Oh, he's a swell guy. <sighs> Come on now. What? What's the issue? It's fine. Uh-huh. He's only driven away like their top three players, but uh-huh. it's fine. It's and fired fine. the coach. And almost relocated the team. Oh. Uh, uh, water under the bridge. And had issues with the team president and an Uber video. And I mean, can I just, can I go on? Should you go on? Probably not, right? <laughs> yeah. Well, he's going to send, he's going to send people after you. Uh, oh boy. Well, so yeah, to round out the top five, uh, Lafreniere, Byfield, Stutzel, Raymond, and Sanderson, all really good. The whole first round is pretty solid. Oh, yeah. And uh, let's get into the rest of, well, not the rest of the first round, but at least our guys from the first round. Yes. So uh, Columbus had the earlier pick, 21st overall. Mm-hmm. And Yarmo Kekalainen surprised Everyone, including the broadcast crew. Let me find. I have him up right now um, with the 21st overall pick. Columbus selected Igor Chinnikov from Avangard Omsk in the KHL. Yeah, it was uh, pretty off the board. Completely off the board, but he looks like a player. He looks like a pretty nice guy. Uh, to have, he's a right winger, pretty tall, about, he's 5'11", so he's like um, Matt Calvert kind of stature, 5'11", mm-hmm. 79. Um, yeah. And honestly, I told you this before we started recording this morning, um, I was looking at this page, and I can see why he had his eyes on him quite a bit. Well, in 56 games with uh, Omsky, Omsky, sure, uh, he had 27 goals and 42 points, which is 42, assist. 42 assists. 69 yeah, for, points. Nice. Yeah. Uh, so, and then so his career, I guess, he's played 97 games and he's got 90 points. He's pretty good thus far because I mean the KHL has been able to play for some reason, right? Yeah. Uh, thus far with Avangard Omsk, in thirteen games he's got five goals, seven points. So he's um, yeah. he's yeah, and I took a look at this um compilation video on youtube that somebody posted on twitter a while back like you know after he was picked and um 
He's got a shot. Oh, well, that's always good. He's got quite a shot. <laughs> it's really just, oh. He also has some hardware, I guess. He has a silver medal in the International Junior for Team Russia and then a bronze medal the year before that for Russia. Good. It's pretty good. Good on him, man. Like, I love RGM because he's able to just... He's able to do that kind of stuff. He makes off-the-wall signings. He makes off-the-board picks. And they turn out super well. You know? Well, time will tell. Time will tell. So yeah. It says here that uh, his dad was selected in the 1991 draft by the Rangers, but he never played in the NHL. Darn. I wonder what it would have been like if uh, if Father Chinnikov uh, made it. Maybe he still would have been playing. Probably not. 91. Yeah, yeah he probably would have been done a couple of years ago. Yeah. But, um, so, what about your guys' pick? The story behind, um, what's his name? Ozzy, like... It's Ozzy Weissblatt. Weissblatt. Okay, yes. I heard his pronunciation, like, last night listening to another podcast. And I, <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> don't know why I couldn't think of it. Um presentation of his pick was really awesome yeah so i know his mom is deaf and i i keep hearing like different reports that his dad is too i i i'm not sure on that one but mm. so uh doug wilson jr the son of uh hall of famer and current gm of the san jose sharks doug wilson creative name i know uh (laughs) He so he was at like whatever podium is in San Jose, uh-huh. and so he was going off. He was just you know, uh, the San Jose Sharks are proud to select. And then he did a, um, I, I don't even know how to explain it. He like wiggled his finger and then held up like a hand sign, and I was like, what the heck is he doing? And then apparently, so it's it was sign language it was American for sign Aussie. Language, yes. Yeah, so he made uh, the um, the the poses for Ozzy. It spelled out Ozzy, mm-hmm. so his mom and I guess dad could see that his, their kid is being picked. And then like it panned to their like reaction, and they were like jumping through the roof, <laughs> and it was so nice to see. It's it was quite the adorable moment. Yeah, there were a lot of really interesting like you know, times when picks found out due to, like, lag and other things. Yeah. Like, wasn't there a kid that was, like, in the middle of a third period in his own hockey game? That sounds like something. Like, could you imagine, like, you're playing and, like, your coach pulls you over? Yeah, by the way, you were just drafted. It's like, oh. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, tell me about Ozzy some more a little bit. How does he look for you guys? 
So let me see if I can find his point totals. Okay, so uh, in the last season he played, which was the 1920 uh, for Prince Albert, uh, he played 64 games, 25 goals, 45 assists for 70 points, which is pretty good. Uh, penalty minutes, eh. And he was a plus 20, so that's pretty good. Not bad. Uh, the year before that, uh, he only had 39 points, or yes, 39 points in 64 games. So he he uh, he had 10 more goals this year, a lot more assists. So he got better. So let's hopefully that that keeps going up. Uh-huh. Uh, let's see. Uh, and then so for he played in the Gretzky Cup. He only had an assist. And they have one point. Uh, I I mean I don't know. He keeps getting better each year, which you'll love to see it. Well, yeah. I don't know. He he's probably going to be like two, three years out, maybe two, depending. I feel like a lot of these guys are going to be two to three, at least like later first round guys. Yeah, I think so. Laugh is going to probably play this year. Byfield is. Uh, the top three usually do. Yeah, so I, w- I would assume, I-, I would say probably maybe two years he'll maybe start, uh, it, like, being in, like, the preseason, mm-hmm. but we'll see. But I-, I like the pick. Oh, yeah, it's fun. Um, now, before draft day started, um... Some trades went down, and they were pretty damn big. Yeah, they, it was certainly interesting. Um, you guys got a couple pretty okay pieces from Minnesota. Why don't you talk about that? Well, okay is a strong word. Are you sure about that? Uh, for one of them. For one of them. Uh, let me pull up. Uh, I actually have the trade tracker. If you want me to go over them, if you want me to just listen, I thought I had. Well, no, I thought I had it up, but uh, I just have signings, but it wouldn't take me. Uh, So the first one uh, was, I believe it was, was Donato the first one? I think so. Yes. So we get Ryan Donato for, uh, where is it here? Oh, it's still the draft. Good lord. So many. trades (laughs) trades <laughs> uh-huh good lord like See, this is why i pulled okay up here the, uh, here we go this is why i pulled up the trade tracker that was on the fifth yes that, that was five days ago it does not feel like that <clears throat> so we get ryan donato uh in exchange for a third uh which apparently wild fans are not happy about <laughs> so i think that's a win for us uh ryan donato just gonna pull up his cap friendly here. It's only making one point nine, okay, which is pretty good. Uh, let's see here again, deaf guy. Yeah, so apparently it was, or that Boston fans and Wild fans say, uh, is that he just wasn't played enough mm-hmm. to really shine. So I'm hoping he makes like the Sharks like top nine mm-hmm. maybe as like a 
I think he can be play at center and the wing. So maybe if he's like is our new third line center, or maybe he like plays on the wing with like maybe Gambrell, or if they bring Joe Thornton back. Uh, he's still young too, mm-hmm. so maybe he can uh, really develop more with San Jose if we give him playing time. Because that, again, that's all I've been seeing is that he's really good. He just needs to play. And apparently Minnesota and Boston just were like, yeah, we don't want to really play him. So, right. Oh, he played 62 games this year. I mean, he played quite a so bit, maybe, right? This year. Yeah. So hopefully he get does a little bit better for San Jose. That third round pick is like, eh. I'm sure a lot of... That's not... Sorry. Uh, no, you continue. I'm sure a lot of um, fans that have just seen like not really heard of the guy, but kind of seen him only remember him from when uh, Sid pulled his bounce off the net move to slide yeah. right by him and feed Simone for a goal. Poor guy. Listen, when you're playing against Crosby, you just kind of have to expect that stuff to happen. Right. Uh, and then, so we made another trade shortly after. Uh, tiny goalie uh, upgrade, which I mean, okay, like I said, sure. Well, we can we can call it a goalie upgrade if you like. Would I like. said tiny upgrade, but, uh, um, which most likely means that Aaron Dell's out the door. So, uh, a few, I think it was like an hour or two after we make the Donato Yeah, because deal. they were working on both uh, at the same time. Yeah, which is weird that they just didn't do it at once, but it's fine. Uh, so, the Sharks acquired Devin Dubnik at 50% retained. So, he's making, uh, I think that's 2.166.66 repeating. Uh, and a seventh rounder in exchange for a fifth. And so again, like a fifth round picks kind of eh, there. <laughs> wait, uh, so Devin Dubnik. Just because, I mean, I just wanted to say this. Um, I know nobody can see this because we only do this through audio. But uh, like because when you said 66666, I threw up some devil horns. Oh, for goodness sake. <laughs> So, so Mr. Dubnik here, okay, so uh, we'll go back to three years. So <clears throat> he had those unreal playoffs with uh, the Wild, Minnesota, where they played, like, the Blues and, like, the poor guy got hung out to dry. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, so if we go down here, right. so in 16-17, he had a 2.25 uh, goals against and a 9.23 save percentage. Right. Pretty right. good. Uh, seventeen eighteen. He had a two fifty two goals against and a nine eighteen. Well, not fantastic, okay. but that's about but, uh, what Leonard yep. did in Chicago. You know. Uh, t- yeah. Uh, twenty eighteen nineteen. Uh, two fifty four and a nine thirteen. So the goals against are going up and save percentage is going mm. down. That's still, you know, the save percentage is. Decent, but the goals against, they're getting up there. And then this previous uh-huh. season, he had 3.35 goals against and a .890. <gasps> so, so if you want to say he's an 
upgrade over Martin Jones. <laughs> sure. I but that that would be like if my water pipe broke and I replaced it with a water pipe that has a slightly smaller hole in it. Thankfully, we or they retained because I sure. Like I don't know, maybe Doug is going to be sneaky and he's going to trade Jones and sign Dell. That would be nice. Uh, he's probably not because nobody in the right mind would take that Martin Jones contract. I don't listen, blame them. Uh, Put them in a tandem role, see how they do, right? That's probably your guys' best option with those two. Like, you know, 55-45 split well, kind of thing. Well, the, I suppose. But... They're both trash, so I don't really want either of them in my net, but <laughs> I guess we can go half and half. Um, I didn't realize his season last year was that bad. I knew, I knew yeah, Jonesy's it was. Just, it just um, keeps going down. Didn't know about Devin. That's, that's rough, man. Now... It's a little rough. Have you seen on Instagram that like the goalie carousel? The little like flow chart of where all the UFA goalies are going. That's I did not started with like started with Allen going to uh, Montreal and then Kincaid moving from Montreal to somewhere else. Um, I think it was wherever he went. And then it just went around and around until it stops at Dubnik going to the Sharks. And, like, the only way <laughs> that it could come full circle is if Arendelle went to St. Louis. And you just complete the circle. <laughs> How about Martin Jones goes to St. Louis? That'd be fantastic. <laughs> Him backing up Bennington would... Mm-hmm. I don't know how that would make uh, Blues fans feel. Well, my friend's a Blues fan, and if he told, if I told him that they got Martin Jones, he'd probably have a heart attack. <laughs> Ouch. Oh. Okay, so I want to get through this trade first before I move on to the Columbus trade. Um, where is it? Uh, Josh Brown. Capitals, Senators. Here we go. So this was uh, on the first draft day, right? Because the no, this was on the second draft day. So the Senators acquire Matt Murray from the Penguins in exchange for Jonathan Gruden, yes, and a 2020 second round pick, which was 52nd overall. I don't know. I can't remember who they picked. Kind of don't care. Uh, Joel Bloomquist. Okay. All right. Cool. Again, not my problem. <laughs> oh. Um, but yeah, and then like not long after, uh, the Sens signed Murray to a four-year contract. So they got their new guy in net, which is actually really great. Good for them. Now, Matt Murray, so he signed a 6.25 uh, for four mm-hmm. years. 
so Matt Murray, if we go down here. <laughs> Does that take him to UFA status? Um. Yes. Okay. Just curious. So Matt Murray. We're so. We remember he had the amazing. He back to back champions. Before, like his first one before Pittsburgh. he even completed his actual rookie year. Yeah. Like how insane and then is that? His actual rookie year, he did it again. How insane is that? It's like nuts. you just think of it like back to back cups before you even complete becoming a rookie in the NHL. Just hearing that kind of phrasing is like it blow it's gotta blow everybody's mind a little bit. And that's true. Uh I'm of the opinion that it was more so because uh you know, Crosby, Malkin, and Kessel. Well, yeah, that, that core but... was bananas. <clears throat> So last season, the one that just mm-hmm. happened. Um, <clears throat> so, would you consider Pittsburgh to be a better team than Ottawa right now? Just... I mean, yes. Well, okay. they they also can play so... through their injuries to their huge main guys, and Ottawa doesn't have any guys. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, uh, so Matt Murray last season, he had a uh, a two point or. A, a 2.87 goals against. Not fantastic. No. Not super bad. But then he had a, eight, a 0.899 save percentage. Eight, and that nine, was on nine. Pittsburgh. That's... That's... Not that's great. floating around. Not spectacular. Little so you're going from Pittsburgh. You're going from Pittsburgh, which they're on the down a little bit, but they're they're better than Ottawa. Um, and now he's going to Ottawa. And they've um, just a couple of days, man. They 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 have. I don't know if Matt Murray's gonna. I don't know. Is Matt Murray gonna be their guy? I don't know, Cody. I would think so. I yeah. It's Leaning that way for now because they have Anders Nielsen still, but um, obviously I don't think he's up for starter caliber like Murray is. You know, because Murray's proved himself as yeah. a starter in the past. So I think I think Murray again. There's plenty of time. We don't know what Dorian's gonna do. We don't know what a lot of people are going to do. Um, but as of now, yes, Matt Murray looks like their guy. I, I suppose we'll just have to wait and see. But uh, I think uh, I think it'll be an interesting time. For sure. It's, in the old Ottawa. Yeah, they're... For as surprising as their last few years ever since losing to Pittsburgh have been... Since losing yeah. to Matt Murray yeah. have been. Funny how times change, right? Yeah, now Matt Murray's on the Ottawa. It's it's on full the circle. Ottawa. <laughs> uh, it, I, I don't even... 
Is Ottawa a playoff team this year now? I wouldn't go that far, personally. I wouldn't go yeah. that far. They're on the uptick. Like a few teams that have, again, made some pretty nice moves so far. Um, mm-hmm. They're on the uptick. Like Detroit has also made really good moves, as we've mentioned. Um, now, I do, again, I'm the Jackets fan. I'm going to backtrack to a day prior. To probably the biggest pre, would you say that was the biggest pre-draft trade, or at least like the biggest surprise? Yeah. It was definitely a surprise. Um, what day did the draft start? That was the, the sixth, because it was Tuesday. Yeah, I, I would say it's the biggest one. Um, yeah, so the deal was that Columbus sends just Josh Anderson to the Montreal Canadiens yep. for Max Domi and a third-round pick. The third-round pick, I'll just breeze through that. It turned. It was 78th overall, which turned out to be defenseman Samuel Natsko. And, I mean, big boy... Um, let me see. He shoots, he shoots left. So okay, um, six one buck eighty five. Um, yeah. I mean, we'll just we'll see how he turns out. I guess. Mm-hmm. But the obviously the big piece, Max Domi, and Yarmo's made yes so many moves recently over the past week because mm-hmm. he. Bought out Alexander Wenberg. It was only a matter of time. I'm, I'm kind of gonna miss him because you know I felt bad that all three of those first round picks from thirteen just haven't worked out. You know, who else was in? Uh, Wenberg was the first one, and then they picked uh, Kirby Reichel. Uh-huh. That one was the worst turnout, I think. And then, um, and then Marco Dano third, and he just hopped around. He did, he yeah, did okay, a... but he just hopped around. I feel like he's a journeyman at this point. He just goes to every team that will take him. Um, well, now he's back in the KHL. So, and Wenberg, uh, after being bought out, got signed by the Panthers. Panthers. Bill Zito's picking up a lot of. His old guys, which is kind of funny. Yeah. Anyway, back. Florida's weird. It's funny how, you know, managers will stick to guys that they know. At least some guys, you know? Yeah. So so the trade. Um, um... It was just essentially Domi for Anderson. Little sweetener with a pick. Um, a lot of people were confused. They thought Montreal was getting the pick, which was kind of funny. Yeah, that's what uh, that's what I assumed so too. I was like, "Oh, there's a third involved. It must be going with Josh Anderson." It's like, "Oh no, it's going with Domi." It's like, huh? <laughs> what? Why? I don't know, but hey, it's... I'll take it. <sighs> so, what this does for both teams, um, 
Anderson had a really down year, obviously only four points in 20-something games. Mm -hmm. He's a power forward. He's kind of a dying breed, but he's got a big scoring touch. If you look at seasons past, he can score. Josh Anderson can get to the front of the net and score, you know? Good player to have, and they need a little bit of size, a little bit of fight in Montreal, right? Yes. Because um, obviously the only guy that really does that as of now in terms of their forwards is Gallagher, and you don't want to solely rely on Gallagher. You know? You need somebody else who can kind of push people around. That's true. Um, I will say his uh, his contract yeah. that he signed. Yeah, I, I was just about uh-huh. to bring it up. It's uh, shocking. So I'm just gonna say it's shocking. A little bit. It it ends at twenty six twenty seven, and it's five and a half for Josh Anderson. Mm-hmm. Who uh, he played twenty six games this season. He had a goal and three assists, and was a minus eight again. Injury riddled season, shortened season. If you look at other, you know, previous seasons he's had, he puts up some points. So, well, it's okay. So he had forty seven. He had twenty seven goals. In 1819, which yeah. is pretty good, 47 points. Uh, the year before that, he had 30 points. And 29. I, I don't know about the length, though. Oh, no, yeah, the length is the uh, most confusing thing. They're really, like, I guess Bergevin is really going to just bank on him being able to. Um, protect guys like Kokeniemi and uh, Suzuki. Yeah, Suzuki is unreal. Were you about to say stud? No. (laughs) And I'm offended that you were going to assume such a thing. (laughs) Okay, so Domi. I really want to talk about Max Domi. Max Domi... Son of former NHLer, Hi Domi. Yes, except this Domi can score uh-huh. goals. So, um, so if we pull up Max Domi, Max, I'm. Did he get? Ex- yes, he did. He got signed for two years, five point three per. Uh. Okay, so this season he only had forty-four points. I mean, again. Seventeen Again, goals. Shortened season. What else can you do? That's yeah. Uh, the year before that, uh, his first year in Montreal, he had twenty-eight goals, seventy-two yes. points. Uh, so that's pretty good. He is because you know he said in his interview before, you know, like well, I should say after signing, he wants to play center. He wants to be a yeah. It was it was weird because Arizona used him like on the wing, like the whole time. 
Uh, and then Montreal was like, we're going to try it center because that's what we do with all our wins. <laughs> and it kind of worked for Domi. Not really so much for Druin. Really, but... but hey, if it works for one guy, there you go. And Columbus kind of already did that, um, but backwards with Boone Jenner. You know what I mean? Because yeah. he was, he was, dra- um, he was a natural center and converted to a winger. Now he can do both. And Domi can kind of do both okay. But again, he wants to be a center. He is more than likely going to be the second-line center behind Pierre-Luc Dubois, which we talked about this a few days ago. Oh, my gosh. That top six with... Oh, with... Oh, shit. It's looking pretty good. Sorry, 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 sorry. I'm going to mute that. Hey, six, you know, we're, this is episode six out of however many years we do this podcast. So low production value is going to be a little bit of a theme here as we go through this first year. That, that is true. With that dogs true. and cats and <laughs> whatever else. Mm. And you munching every now and again. Oh, munching. It's, I'm pretty sure. Maybe it's the cable on my mic. Not just the munching. I don't know. Not that munching when you were eating last episode. Oh. Oh. Listen. I, I, so we, we did, I, we did, we're doing this earlier in the day. We usually do it at around like mm-hmm. one or two. Uh, today we're doing it at it's almost yeah, 11. Yeah, we started at 10. Um, because, again, we're a day late, so we want to get this out as quick as possible. That is true. Uh, we, we were going to do, like, what was it, 11 or 12? And then I was like, ah, I'll just yeah, do it at 10. you were 10. like, I'm kind of ready. Let me get my computer, and here we are. Yeah, I, you know, I probably should have woken up a little bit more and had some breakfast. But, you know what? <laughs> true. It's, we're... We're, you we're know here. what, I'll, I'll pig out on some cereal after. Okay. We're all, we're so, all good. what was the, I'm trying to remember the exact message I sent you. I can actually look at it. Uh, top six. I just want to search our history here. Our private message history. <laughs> um, oh. Yeah, I said, I was just imagining a top six for 20 and 21. And this sounds pretty sick. Um, barring any like huge for agent winger acquisition we get, Texier, Dubois, Atkinson, Foodie, Domi, Bjorkstrand. Pretty That's nice, sweet. especially with what we saw Foodie do in the playoffs. Uh, yeah, Foodie was like, I'm pretty sure he was the one that when they were in Toronto mm. zone, like it was just him and like that one, I can't remember what leaf defender it was. They were bad. Uh, and then like foodie, like skates out from behind the net and just like tucks it. I and remember the one where he was, it was great. Freaking down the end boards just across the wing. And then he just comes right in on Martin Marincin and <laughs> Freddie's not expecting that. Oh, you're bad, Toronto. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, I, I like Liam Foodie. I like that top six. It's really yeah, nice. And honestly, again, um, if Foodie needs a little bit more time to develop, which, I mean, hey, give him a year, see what he can do the next year, right? Mm-hmm. Um, which would probably already be something pretty sick. Um, if they do end up getting a guy like, I don't know, Mike Hoffman, right? That'd be a pretty Put good get. Hoffman up with Dubois and Texier with Domi on the left side. Oof. Mm. That's very it's, dangerous. Oh my gosh, I want to cry. <laughs> <laughs> and I know, um, I know my friend Jason is very excited about getting Max Domi. He originally wanted Max Domi in the draft. Yeah. Um, who who did you get instead? Uh, I picked Wenny, I think. That was Wenberg. Oh. Yeah, I'd probably go with Max Domi um, too. But yeah, and he's going to be wearing 16 again, which is really nice. It actually looks really good with uh, Columbus's current uniform. Well, hey, it's match made in heaven. <laughs> he also the funny thing is, I was scrolling through Twitter and going through all the like um, all these articles and stuff, and from Jeff Sboda, uh, the Jackets insider, him and Josh are best friends. They played in London together. Um, and Max even said it was kind of awkward getting traded for your best friend. Oh, that would suck. Like, imagine they were like having like I get well, I guess they wouldn't be doing anything because COVID. But like, I could just imagine like you're sitting down having like I don't know, you're out for supper because they got right. money to go to like a right, fancy out restaurant on a double date or something, and like you right? just sure. And they're just chilling, having fun. And then, like, one of them checks their, like, they get a text and it's like, hey, you were traded for, you know, your buddy. And, like, he pulls up their phone and, like, he shows it to the guy <laughs> and then they, like, flip out. I'm just, <laughs> like, oh my God. I'm just imagining, like, they both get a text at the same time. Josh gets one from Kekalainen and Ma- Max gets one from Bergevin at the exact same time. Mm-hmm. Oh, that would be... That's like a sitcom <laughs> right there. It'd be so funny. But there was... A, so there was another trade for the old Blue Jackets. Um, There have been quite a few. Uh, like, I know Marcus Nudavara got traded okay. and... Um, Matt Murray, or Matt Murray, Ryan Murray got traded to the Devils for a pick. Yeah, that one was, that one was I weird. Mean, I liked Murray. I'm kind of going to miss him. For like a fifth or something. Yeah, I'm not going to miss him as much as a lot of other people. Despite. <laughs> okay, but he, he was better than a fifth sure. round pick. Sure. Um, but still, like, the whole reason why Yarmo made all these moves as of now you know, is to clear cap space to re-sign, re-sign Pierre-Luc and, and Gavrikov, because frankly, they need to sign them both. You know? Yeah. So, yeah. 
Uh, let me. Oh, I clicked the wrong <laughs> Are you? Oh, are you thinking of another trade? Uh, yeah, Columbus. Columbus was busy. And I mean, Yarmo's always busy. Well, I was thinking of the Ryan Murray one because I I thought like a fifth round pick for like a top four defense is kind of whack. Kings, Sharks, Flyers, Vegas. I'm trying to find it. Here it is. Uh, Devils acquire Murray for a 2021 fifth. Yeah. That's nuts. I mean, the poor guy. I, I feel bad for him because his development just didn't turn out because he was a, he was the second overall pick in a very uh, year. Um, mind you, mind you. Yeah. Um, but he still went second overall. Like, and he showed flashes, but just, I don't know. I'm a little disappointed. I'm still not okay, let me pull too up. much. Uh, oh, I have Cap Friendly as a bookmark. I Look forgot about you. that. Shout out to Cap Friendly button. Uh, search. Ryan, uh, we are hitting. What are we at? Uh, we're at just under an hour right now. Okay. Well, let me just I'll quickly. Uh, Ryan Murray. He had almost thirty points last year. I mean, pretty good. Pretty okay. That was his best season. That was his best season. Yeah. Points wise, he was plus. He was a plus twenty two. He had twenty. He had almost thirty points in fifty six games in eighteen okay. nineteen. Dude, like Jeepers. I said, he showed flashes, but he could ne- made a glass. Couldn't stay in the lineup. Well, I hope. The fifth round pick turns into something better. <laughs> um, well, there's probably a reason why Yarmo decided to take the fifth rounder. You know, it was I don't a think that's. Odd. A, I mean, I don't want to see that as a dig on Ryan, but I guess we'll find out in 2021, won't we? Yes. Okay. Hopefully, 2021's. Yeah. Better year. For not just the NHL, but literally everybody around the whole freaking planet. Yeah. (laughs) Have you noticed I've been trying not to swear as much this episode? Because I I read something somewhere, or I heard heard from somewhere, I can't remember where, that like, um, Ohio where I'm from is like one of the top ranked states in terms of just swearing. Listen, so like I was always raised and going through school where, Hey, swearing's bad. And now it's like every second sentence. Mm -hmm. I, it's just ingrained that I have to curse at least once. (laughs) If not as an expletive, as like an enhancer yeah i remember because we had a discussion about that in like english class it's like oh why do people swear all the time 
And it was like, well, think of it this way. What sounds bigger? I caught a really big fish or I caught a really big fucking fish. Like it's emphasis. Right. Exactly. <laughs> it's still, I don't know why I'm laughing so much about this. Um, uh, probably just because it's me. I'm a giggly guy. Um, so, anyway, uh, moving on. Free agency started on Friday, which was actually the same day that uh, um, my favorite band released an anniversary album, and it was awesome. Ooh. Um, but it's been, it started off really, really slowly. But then, like, the goalie market really opened up, and then everybody opened up. And ever since, like, yesterday ended with probably the biggest signing yet, um, we're in. Yes. They're, uh, so. There were plenty of amazing signings and a lot of weird ones. So I have with me a list of one, two, three, four, five. I have 12. I have 12 players. Like, like the 12 biggest ones? And I just have 12 moves that were okay. made um, that I thought were interesting that I want to go over with you. And see what you think, you know, see what the money is. I'm sure a lot of people think the same way about some of these. Um, but uh, let's go through it. Alrighty. First one. Braden Holtby, two years in Vancouver. I didn't think they were um, getting another goalie. I thought they were just going to go... Demko and then a backup, but I guess uh, they were like, nah. So Holtby, I guess, will be. I guess Holtby's going to be their guy for a little bit. I guess just two years. Yeah. 4.3 is not too bad. Um, no, not at all. Good um, Lord. And I really think that, again, Thatcher learned a lot from Jacob Markstrom. And he's going to learn a lot from Braden Holtby. I mean, hey, he's a former Stanley Cup champion. Yeah. Um, this year wasn't great uh, for one Braden Holtby. He's been on a decline since. You're right. Uh, 311 goals against and a 897 save percentage is a little bit more of a decline than I would like. Gosh, the last three goalies I've looked up on Cap Friendly have all just been horrible this season. Just plummeted. So it was Whew. it was uh, Devin Dubnik, uh, Matt Murray, uh-huh. and Braden Holtby. Uh-huh. All had sub nine hundreds and and I mean again, we have like four more goalies on this list. That is true, and I better start seeing some nine hundreds for goodness sake. <laughs> um, but yeah I think it's going to be really good for Vancouver to at least give them another like at least a year 
to have Thatcher like develop as a backup, maybe even in tandem. Yeah, I think that's the plan. I think that's only why he got two years. Mm-hmm. But I mean, the Vancouver's on the up and up, and that's really fun yes. Uh, in terms of whether I like the signing, I think it's I think it's pretty good. I'll give them a pretty good rating. Okay, John oh, Boyce. Come on now. <laughs> um, second one, and this one, everybody was like bug-eyed about. You ready for mm-hmm. this? Henrik Lundqvist. Yeah. One year in Washington, D.C. So, um... It, it looks weird. It doesn't look right. Yeah, it, it's... I think it's a... I, it should be outlawed because <laughs> it, it, he, I, I, I saw like it might have been from the Washington Twitter, but sometimes when you go on yes. Twitter, you'll see like people like kind of like jersey swap with like Photoshop and stuff. And yes. I like the Capitals jerseys, I think they look really nice. Does not look okay on Henrik Lundqvist. You just, and I mean, sure, like. I get, I heard his, I heard the story about how he originally wore 35 and he usually wears 35 when he plays international and he wanted 35 with the Rangers and he didn't get it. So he settled for 30. It still just doesn't. Doesn't. Imagine. Ugh, something doesn't sit imagine right. Imagine Sidney Crosby wearing 86. Exactly. Right. It, just, it doesn't, it doesn't look right. Or like Ovechkin, if he was like, Number nine. No. No, 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 no. It, yeah. It's amazing what just a, a number or a few numbers off can do to your, like, image if you've built a reputation. It's very weird. Uh, but that aside, um, I like the signing because... He still wants to play. He still wants to try to. So win. it's kind of like a reverse from Vancouver, where it's uh, Holpe's going to come in for a few seasons, and uh, Demko is going to be like, "Yo, you're like that veteran dude. I need to learn from." And then he'll slowly take over. Where instead, mm-hmm. I think Washington's just going to go with Ilya Samsonov, and then they're going to have Lundqvist be like right. the really good backup behind him. And if Samsonov kind of falls off, yes. you'll have Henrik to, you know, take the heat a little bit. To steer the ship back a little yeah. bit, right? And, I mean, they still have a lot of that 2018 core. So they still have a good chance to compete if they decide to compete next year. I think... It- Yes, I'm. I'm still kind of salty. About Listen, that. if you have Ovechkin on your team, you're going to be competing, unless you're in a bubble in which they don't give a shit. But in most <laughs> cases, it's hard to not be competitive when you have Ovechkin, Backstrom, Kuznetsov, Carlson, Tom Wilson, uh, even. and Tom Wilson. Yeah. I don't know if he's in the same. I just love bringing him up just to like stir the pot. I don't. Know. I don't know if he's up there with the other four, but he's he's there. He's top six. I mean, he plays on there. You know, yeah, he plays usually with Backstrom or 
koozie and <laughs> he does really well. Yeah. But yeah, it's I think it's a good signing, especially because I mean Henrik's gonna do what Henrik's gonna do. And I think it ties in a lot to another goalie we'll t- get to here in a minute. But it's like, yeah, he wants to go and try because he only has two years max left in the tank, I think. Or at least until they're going to say, hey, you're 40 years old, you should stop this. I think he'll... I don't... Do you think it's going to be like Ovi, he's going to play until he just says he can't play anymore? I think with Ovi at this point, like he won his cup. Uh, but I think there's like also the part of him that really wants that Gretzky record. And that's like, that's possible. Right. But like mm-hmm. with Lundquist, I don't know if it's possible he's getting the number one like goalie wins. Maybe he just wants the cup. So he's just going to keep going until he can. Dude, he's already like what, number six all time? And he's, you know. He's probably going to go down if he doesn't win one. He's going to be one of the best goalies to ever not yep. win one. And absolutely make the Hall of Fame still. Yeah, it's, a lot of people seem to think, oh, you need a Stanley Cup to be in the Hall of Fame. And you don't. You don't. No. Pavel Bur- you don't even you don't even need uh you don't even need fifteen hundred games. Pavel Bure is in the Hall of Fame, he doesn't have a cup. Matt Sandin in the hall, no cup. Henrik and Daniel Sedin should be in the Hall of Fame. Are they in the Hall of Fame? They, they will be. They better be. Uh, they they really no cups and they yeah. Uh, Joe Thornton probably isn't going to get a cup. He he's going. But he's a lock in terms of you know even points. yeah he's like like as many points as he has he's going to make it. He's got he's like top something in like assists. Points like he's he's like top fifteen. He's top fifteen in points. Yeah, I think, he, he, but yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, Henrik, the king, buddy, go yes. get your cup, please. Everybody would. I don't think obviously everybody wanted to see him be a ranger for life, but circumstances, right? Yeah. Um. Um. Still, like. Everybody loves Henrik Lundqvist. And Hank, go yes. get your cup. Please. Do it. Ovi, get another cup and give one to Henrik. Pass it to yes. Henrik first. That'd be so nice. Like, no, seriously. Like, break the tradition, pull a Raymond Bork, and give it to Henrik first. That might be the best Stanley Cup, like, celebration. It's Batman, like Raymond he's Bork? just hand, he gives it to Sakic, and then like Sakic poses uh-huh. for the picture, and then he immediately just hands it to Ray Bork. Yeah, yeah, it's it's wonderful. Um, okay, ready for yep. the next one? Yes, that is that is good. I didn't think he was going to. I didn't think he was going to, but he did. Right. Um, I mean, hey, he pushed them all the way to game six of a cup final. That is true. I I just figured they were going to roll Bishop Ottinger, but I guess they're feeling that maybe Jake isn't 
quite there yet. So, like, I'll bring back Kudobin. And, I mean, for his age, he turned back the clock. Yeah. He showed what he can do. And, like, again, it was a Cinderella run specifically for him. Right? Um, And just, like, I love this signing. It's only three years. It's cheap. I love it still. I love it. You know what? If they... Well, he's 34, eh? Uh, you know what? If if they feel like Jake Gottinger is ready to go, you know it's a movable contract, or maybe they trade Bishop. I probably wouldn't trade Bishop, but um, no, you're gonna keep him in the tandem because it's going to be a tandem role again. Yeah. So, uh, you know what? This deal it makes sense. He's really good as he showed. Uh, hopefully it wasn't just a flash in the pan like another. Stanley Cup. Well, I guess he didn't win, but uh, Mr. Bennington didn't have a great season this year, but that's okay. Uh, so let's hope he continues his play for this contract and that length. It's really good. It's also another really you, hey, success. hey, careful, careful with the uh, Bennington slander. No, I'll, there. I'll <laughs> He said he, in his own words, said he deserved the Calder. No. Hey, no. hey, he'll he'll shove you like he did to I d- get him out. Get out, Bington. You were carried by your St. Louis's great defense. I said it. Jake Jake Allen would have won that Stanley Cup. I said it. Come at me. Come get me, Jake <laughs> or Jordan, whatever your name is. Anyway, <laughs> Kudobin. Great signing. Good guy. Beautiful. Beautiful. Love him. Um the Masterton winner's on the move. And he's dropping in Hockey Town. Bobby Ryan signed with the Red Wings. Yeah, there was a lot of like rumors. Oh, maybe San Jose will get him. And I'm like, eh. And now he's in Detroit, which is interesting. Uh, Ryan... No, not Ryan. 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 Uh, Bobby Ryan. It was one year, $1 million, <laughs> which is very fair considering what he was making previously. Uh, and I mean, it's I can understand being wishy-washy on it too because it's like he just won the Masterton for, for the love. I mean... He's got to have a bounce back. He he better have a bounce back. Like he's generally like a, I don't know. I think he averages like twenty goals, which is fair. Which hey, yeah. That's good. So yeah, it's a one year deal. He's he's going there to uh mentor the young Detroit team. Uh, much right. in I think the same way that Mark Stahl is. Um. Yes, you'll have, I think you'll have a really good, like, leadership core there with at least, you know, Bobby Ryan for the wingers and Mark Stahl for the D. Yeah, Steve Eiserman, Steve I would never want to do business with him. He'd probably rip me off, like, every time. Please yeah, like, if I'm a GM, I'm not trading with Steve Eiserman. I, like, I don't know what he, <laughs> what kind of power he has, but unbelievable. 
Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna give it a thumbs diagonal. Thumbs that di- you know what I'm just yeah, I'm please, fine with that. Because just please, Bobby, do something. Bounce back. We're we're here for you, man. Yes. Oh, I've I, you know what I've assigned a Bobby Ryan jersey that's hanging right over there. Oh, that's except awesome. that it was when he had number six. So if you. Except that nobody can see that. Either. That is true. Damn it. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'll give I'll give this one a thumbs. We up. don't have a video. <laughs> uh, next one, and this one's a huge one. Jacob Markstrom to division rival Calgary for six years, six million per. I I'm not upset with the money. The term is a little interesting to me. I don't. I don't really like. It's huge. I don't, I don't like paying goalies that long. Um. <laughs> tell him. Tell him. Yes. Um. But Jacob Markstrom had a really fantastic season. He was. Pro, he was more than likely their MVP. Uh, so he's yeah. Calgary is a team that has been struggling to have a good goaltender since Miko Kiprasoft. And yes, and now they have their you know their new Kipper, essentially. Uh, yeah. Okay. Um, that's a bit much, but. Jake. Well, I mean, again, best guy they've had since Kiprasov. Yeah, a lot of people. Is a lot of better? people still give like Sharks fans shit for that. Like, oh, why? How could you trade Miku Kiprasov? He was a great goalie. And to that, I counter with, we had Nabokov, and he's better. But uh, Markstrom is. <laughs> he's going to be solid. Again, he's better than anyone they've had since then. The only problem is Calgary's defense is. Interesting at best, and I don't I don't know mm. what they're going to do with a forward core, but something's got to change because it just hasn't worked. Uh, I I don't know if Mar- who knows what happens with who knows what happens with Johnny. Yeah, or like Monahan. I'd probably keep Monahan and move control, but um, I, I I don't I don't splitting those guys up sounds hard. I don't, but I mean, if you got to do it, I don't know do it. if Markstrom is going to be enough to get them over the hump. But uh, it's it's a better goalie that they've had. They just need to touch up their defense a little bit, and then do something with their forwards, and then mm-hmm. maybe they got a chance. Uh, we'll see if Markstrom plays as well as he has. When he was with Vancouver, and now, do you think they're going to split the net a little more evenly between him and Riddich, or is Markstrom going to take the brunt of the load? I feel like Markstrom's probably going to be like the guy, like maybe like a six mm-hmm. to twenty, maybe not sixty. That's maybe mm, not sixty. I don't know. About maybe that. like forty-two. No, well, I don't know forty-two. Give him like fifty games or something. Fifty, yeah. 50 to 55 yeah. should be what he gets. More than Riddick. Um, but yeah, congrats. Awesome signing. Um, Tyson Berry moved to Edmonton. So he's sticking around Canada. Yeah, that was an interesting 
uh, deal here. Uh, here, dude. I just thought of something. I just thought of like a goal breakdown. You ready yeah. for this? McDavid from Yamamoto and Barry. I just think of that power play. Yeah, yeah. So Jesse Pugliarvi's coming back. You got good. For you got him. Leon Drysital. Some guy named McDavid. You might have heard of him. Some, some. I don't know. He's he's some. Just you put dude. Tyson Berry. He's on there. He's got. And then I don't know. Put like Clefbaum, or you can have James Neal at the point, or something. Ooh, pretty good. Mm. It's uh, it's scary. Now, or even like Ethan Bear, or Ethan Bear. Uh, unfortunately, Tyson Berry is more of the offensive-minded defenseman. Not really a guy that'll and they have, stay at home. And they have a lot of Yeah, those. Edmonton isn't really known for their great defense and goaltending, but uh I guess their whole I, what? I, I guess their plan is just uh, mm-hmm. score until they the other team mm-hmm. gives up. What handedness is Larson? Are him and Barry both righties? <laughs> Because I'm pretty yeah. sure if that's the case, Larson could be on the. Is move. Adam Larson? I think he is right handed. Mm hmm. I have. Why Why have I not been. Using I pick this? Adam Larson like every time I do an expansion mode in like NHL, and I cannot for the life of me remember if he's left or right. I'm pretty sure he's right. What? Here he is. Um, he is a right key. So, I mean, if they keep him, Barry on the first pair, Larson on the second pair, that's all right. That bolsters you a bit. Or you could get rid of Larson and do whatever else you can to make your defense better. That too. Um, Why did I? One year, three, what was it? Three, three, seven, five, zero. Uh, I think it's a decent Mm -hmm. contract. Um, I'll give it a. I'll give it a thumbs up, Edmonton. Sure, yeah. Um, yeah. I wonder if he said anything about Toronto, though, because that was still kind of spicy. The way that whole thing What's ended. spicy is that Tyson Berry is a career minus 66, so that's interesting. Ooh. Ooh. Woo! Well, speaking of Toronto... Uh, they found his kind of replacement in TJ Brody. So uh, a lot of people say that TJ Brody, uh, if I can find him, Brody. I think TJ is going to be the best uh, partner Morgan's ever had. If they play him with him. Which, which I mean, hopefully, hopefully they, they do. Probably. Because uh, Barry just didn't turn out. He was supposed to be, and then he just, yeah. Well, to his credit, TJ Brody is a plus fourteen career, so he's already doing better. Mm-hmm. Uh, right. Doesn't have as many points, but at this point, Toronto doesn't need another defenseman to put up points. They need a defenseman to shut play defense. Exactly. A weird concept, I know. Uh, so right. hopefully, TJ Brody will be that guy. 
you know, he can stop the people coming. Mm-hmm. Morgan Riley's the guy that'll, you know, give the puck to Matthews, Marner, Tavares. Uh, mm-hmm. I like, you know what? I'll Toronto sucks, but I'll give him a thumbs up for this signing. Okay, I want to mention this guy, even though he's not on my list. And while we're on the subject of defensemen, um, it sounds like Oliver ekman Larson is going to stay in Arizona because, I mean, he had that deadline last week of Friday, you know, to be traded to one of two teams, and he wasn't. Yes. Um, there was rumblings it was going to be Boston or Vancouver. And- right. And those were the two that he absolutely wanted. I just assume a deal couldn't be done, which sucks to be you. I guess you get to stay in Arizona. And, you know, be their captain and... Oh, he is the captain. I forgot about that. I forget a lot of things about Arizona. Sorry, Arizona. I mean, at least, yeah... I feel bad for I feel bad for them, but I also don't because of the whole thing they had with the combine scouting scandal thing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They lost uh, like a like a few picks too. Yeah, they lost a bunch of picks. Um, but yeah, they're in a they're in a wish. They're in like a weird area right now. I do love, um, last thing on Arizona before we move on, I love that they brought the Crescent Moon back to center ice. It's gorgeous. It is. Now, if only they made that alternate jersey their permanent jersey, that would really be cooking. Yeah, they got to bring the catchiness back full time. Anyway, back to defensemen. Probably the biggest one to sign... Uh, Tory Krug signed for seven years in St. Louis. Did you see? I believe it was Robert Thomas. He uh, he welcomed. Uh, oh my lord, Tory Krug. Tory yes. Krug. Oh my lord, I don't know why. Um, he welcomed Tory Krug with open arms by posting a picture of when they were in the playoffs in the finals, and Tory Krug took about thirty strides and like. Football tackled him, and he said, "Welcome to wow. St. Louis." Wow. Well, I also saw a thing like immediately after he got signed. I saw some meme that was like, "If you can't beat him, join him." Yeah, I, uh, I think I saw that one. There was there, there was a sadder one where it was like David Pasternak posted the one of him and Krug spinning around on the ice. Oh, it was yeah. Just so sad. Get to do the spin anymore. Oh. That was probably one of my favorite pregame rituals. Well, maybe he can do that with, um, I don't know, Tarasenko. With Pareko? Or Pareko, yeah, that. Probably be his defensive partner. <laughs> yeah. Um, on the quick, again, I know we're going on another freaking tangent, but on the subject of pregame rituals, I still got to give it to Jordan Martinuk. Screaming! Oh on yeah, me. it should be your ringtone. Best thing ever! <laughs> please, please, somebody make that a ringtone. It's so funny, I love it. Um, but yeah, Krug signing, 
really good. Um, St. Louis gets him all throughout his prime, basically. Well, maybe a little past his you no, know, still in I'd his say prime. he's in his prime. Um, but yeah, really, really solid left signing. Um, it's St. Louis really um wants to get back there as soon as possible, especially because that was their first one back in 2019. You know, yeah. Uh, I like the sign, so, so it'll yeah. get a thumbs up from me. Thumbs up from me, too. Okay, we're going back to goalies for a minute. And this one's another one that I felt looks is going to look really, really strange. Because um, the Chicago core is not happy. Yeah. Uh, Corey Crawford signs a 35-year, um, you know, 35-year-old-plus contract um, for New Jersey. So I'm assuming he's going to back up McKenzie. Uh, I don't, will he, he's going to back up McKenzie Black. Will he back him up? Think. Well, that's the thing, right? Is New Jersey really relied heavily on Blackwood um, this past season? So, well, I think that's more because Corey Schneider is basically done. So, they're like, well, we got to throw someone out there. I guess you're right. Um, I would be happy with the tandem, especially because I'm sure Crow wants to play as much as he can. He's just been like he has like bad vertigo, so like he plays only like thirty games a season, and he's like done. Um, I mean, he is thirty five too. Yeah, like Brian Elliott just signed a thirty five plus year deal. Um, probably the same deal, right? One year, one point five. For who? Crawford? For for Crow, yeah. I think it no, his is like two years at three point nine. Oh. I'm pretty sure he's gonna cool. start and then Blackwood will like ease into more games better than last year. When he was thrown to the wolves? Basically. He he wasn't just fed to the wolves, he was like thrown to like like a river of piranhas. Just like good luck. <laughs> that just makes me think of Piranha 3D. Oh, I really want to watch that. Movie. Oh god. <laughs> uh <laughs> no, I'm pretty sure 20 minute massacre right at the end of the movie. Yeah, that's it. It's it. That was basically the New Jersey season. It's an interesting movie, that one. Um <laughs> but uh I'm pretty sure um it'll be Crawford. And then mm-hmm. uh, Blackwood as a tandem. And then they also just signed Wedgwood, too. So they have a lot of wood in Jersey. Okay, well, that's, that's a statement to make. Uh, I forgot they signed Scott Wood. It's not, am I wrong? I forgot they signed Scott Wedgwood. <laughs> um, but yeah, Crow. Uh, Crow signing was good. I'll give it a thumbs up. I'm still really sad to see him go because Chicago is like my second team. Um, Especially, and like, you know, they moved Sod for the third time. Yeah. Taze was not happy. 
No, neither was neither was Patrick, and I don't think Duncan was either. I don't think all four of the core uh, were really happy about it. Oh, those poor guys in the three Stanley Cups in six years. I mean, it's like you win that much, and sure, you have that to fall back on, but you want to get back there as soon as possible, right? Yeah. And you want to keep your band as much as you... You want to win with a certain group as much as you can, as much as your window's open. So, and those guys did it a lot, and they want to do it more. But it's still like, you know, I read in the articles, it came as a shock to the system and they were really pissed off yeah to you know see that apparently scotty bowman's pulling the plug um and going full rebuild mode now which i don't know if that's the right play but i suppose we'll have to wait and see. i would be i would be scared if i were those four yeah i mean I'd be a little scared i'll take patrick kane just saying, Scotty. <laughs> I'm sure a lot of people would take Patrick Kane. Dude, if he went home, especially with another signing we're just about to get to. Oh, that would be nuts. But first, Columbus signs Miko Koivu to a one-year, 1.5 mil contract. The void after the Wenberg buyout is already gone. I thought, I thought he was going to retire. I can't believe he's still going. He was contemplating it, and then he said he was really excited to see what Columbus was doing, um, especially because with the other 2000 expansion team that he's been with his whole career, uh, they didn't really do much of anything. Columbus is starting to do things, so he wants to try to compete. Well, I hope it works out for him. He's had a long, tenured career, so hopefully... Columbus can win him Stanley Cup. I like it. Um, I like the signing, and I'm really excited. We still have some space. We got to sign Pierre Luc Dubois. We got to sign Vladislav Gabrikov. But even if you know, I think if they take the right kind of deals, uh, they'll still have enough cap space to go after that winger we need. Which I, now that one guy's gone, which we're getting to just about now. Um, I really want to get Mike Hoffman. I think he'd be I've been nice. wanting to get Mike Hoffman. <laughs> he'd be really nice in Columbus. He would be awesome. Um, the big surprise of last night. Taylor Hall to the Buffalo Sabres for one year, $8 million. So the thought process is Taylor Hall is going to go play in Buffalo. He's going to be playing with Jack mm-hmm. Eichel, so his numbers are going to skyrocket. Yes. And then he's going to, get, going to make Jack happy. It'll make Jack happy. And if things aren't working out in Buffalo, imagine, they can always – that's a movable contract at the deadline. They get a nice package for him. Or – Jack would also be pretty pissed and Jack – would, mm. Jack would riot. Um, that poor guy. Uh I know he Taylor Hall could also like playing with Jack Eichel. His numbers will boost up and then he'll, he He wants to be a Ranger so bad. He could cash out so hard in the following free agency. That's what happens when you stick him with an elite centerman. Yes. And I mean, 
that's exactly what the plan is, I would think. Oh, especially I... since Jack's dreaming of going to New York otherwise. And just imagine, like, oh. laughing year. Dude, imagine Panarin, Eichel, laughing year. I don't even want to think about that. That's just... Oh, that'd be scary, and I would hate it because I'm a divisional rival. Ugh. It's spooky. It's scary. It's spooky. It's very scary. You shouldn't but... be allowed to do that. Um, Don't do no. that. But I actually have a picture of uh, what the lines could look like with who they actually have signed right now. You ready for this? Yep. Taylor Hall, Jack Eichel, Victor Olofsson. That's not, the first line. That's not bad. Pretty good. Oof. Skinner. Eric Stahl, Reinhardt. That's also not bad. It's not bad. Toby Reeder, Cody Eakin, Dylan Cousins, which I guess he's a prospect for. Yeah, he apparently he's a like a highly touted one, which mm-hmm. I mean, hey, if he finally makes it, good for him. Not really too high on mm-hmm. the other two, but okay, it's f- third line, it's fine. Hey, Toby Reeder did really well in Calgary. Was it? Um, well, there you go. Eakin's been doing okay where he's been going. So, oh. other than what he did to your buddy Joe. Damn you, Eakin. <laughs> and the fourth line for Buffalo, at least from this projection, Gergensen's, Lazar, Pozo. Oh, yeah. Pozo's still there. Um, uh huh. I wouldn't be surprised if he got bought out at some point, but. Probably, yeah, I could, I could see it happen. Um, I mean, uh, Buffalo on paper, like it just it feels like they should be in the playoffs at some point. You have Jack Eichel, um, <laughs> and Jeff Skinner, who's been fine. Maybe not nine million dollars fine, but he's been pretty good. But still fine. Like they need that. Uh, I can't remember his name. It's like it's like a long name goaltender they have in the. <laughs> they need him to come out because their goaltending is kind of meh. Maybe if they got that mm-hmm. stud goaltender, then they could make the playoffs. Like you have Jack Eichel as like your franchise center. You have Rasmus Dahlin as your franchise defenseman. Franchise D. Like you, yeah, you got the pieces. You just come on, Buffalo. Let's go. Speed it up a little bit, and let's hope that this GM can kind of change things. Yeah, uh, it'd be nice for the better, please, for Dwayne and everybody else involved. Yeah, or else Mister Eichel is just gonna be like, "Yeah, I'm goodbye." Dude, he's gonna lead like an angry mob with Dwayne right next to him. Oh, <laughs> it's that poor guy, like. I know. Like, everyone was talking, oh, they're going to tank for McDavid, and then the Oilers won the lottery, and then, like, all the Sabres are so sad. It's like, damn it, we didn't still get Jack Eichel. Exactly. Like, Jack Eichel is, like, phenomenal. That was one of the worst takes in NHL history, and yet, like, they lucked out and got, obviously, the second best player in that draft, but there's a reason why he went second to Connor McDavid. He's still... Fucking amazing. I, I was told, or like, I guess not told. 
I read on Twitter that a bunch of like people thought that in like any other draft, so like in like the fit in like the fourteen, like sixteen, seventeen, like he'd be first, like in all like the other drafts. It's just that it just right. so happened to be the year McDavid was in. Yeah, that's wild. That's wild. It's I mean, listen, you got Jack Eichel, who is like potential wise, he's like a top five center in the league. He just has nobody. Mm-hmm. Like just you gotta help him build around Jack Eichel. And you yes. you should be good to go. Kevin Adams, you know, Sabres fans need you to do something and do it now. Yeah. Or else you're gonna lose Mr. Eichel and then you gotta restart again. Now, I will say this because I was just thinking about this when we were having the Chicago conversation. Mm-hmm. What if Kaner went home? Like, just galaxy brain this for a minute. Kaner goes home this year for some ungodly reason, just because Hall's there. And imagine a line with Taylor Hall, Jack Eichel, Patrick King. That's... Sounds That's dangerous. Lights out. That's dangerous. Like I don't. That is dominant. Like Taylor Hall and Jack Eichel sounds scary. Jack Eichel and Patrick Kane. It would. Oh, I don't even. I don't even want to think about it. That's like. That's an expensive first line. First of all, it's expensive. Yes, but just think about the production. Patrick Kane is a three-time oh. Stanley Cup champion, arguably the best right winger in the league. Jack Eichel mm-hmm. gets better every season and is like again, I think he's a like a top five center in the league. And then Taylor Hall's not bad either. MVP. He's an MVP caliber player. Exactly. Now I don't know what you what you trade for Patrick Kane, but Good lord, that's that's a scary line, and I still is have. Is that not like one of the scariest things you've ever heard? It's a scary thing, but knowing Buffalo, they probably still wouldn't make the playoffs, mm. just because it's Buffalo. Mm-hmm. Sad. It's very okay. Sad. There was one more, but this is really kind of a fizzle out. Mm-hmm. Is this happened like late last night? Um, it's another Toronto deal. They've been Dubis has been killing it with these moves. Oh, is this the um, uh, Andreas Johnson trade? No, this is reuniting Harvard teammates. Oh, Alexander Kerfoot with Jimmy VC. Man, I remember everybody wanting Jimmy VC at some point because, like, uh-huh. he was drafted, and he's like, oh, "I don't want to play for you." And yeah, like, like then, like, so everyone was like, "Oh, maybe like this guy's gonna be a stud. He's just got to find the right team." And he he had a little Eric Lindros uh, to him, didn't he? Yes, but where Eric Lindros was like, like he was the first overall pick, and like he didn't want to play for Quebec, but he like he was like a franchise face of the Flyers. Mm-hmm. Not really, Jimmy Vc. Um, well, it's funny because, like, you know, I watched the thing on Lindros, or like, like I watched the trade tree on Lindros, right? Yeah, I'm just gonna go ahead and say it. I watched the trade tree on Lindros, and they played 
that interview about why he didn't stick around in Quebec. It was just the owner. That's it. Huh. If that one guy did not own the Nordiques, he would have stuck around. He just wanted to stay away from that person. Yeah, so instead of Forsberg and Sackick, it would have been Lindros and Sackick. That still would have been really, really scary. Yeah. That team was like... like that, that, that Nordique squad was like super good, and they still relocated them. Yeah. Oh. It's, anyway. It's like... Oh. So Jimmy VC. I think he's over, or I don't know if he is anymore, but yeah, I, I maybe I don't know where he plays in Toronto. Maybe as like the bottom six, but yeah, man. I mean, they also, I mean, that's a place they need to strengthen a little bit. What's he making? I think it was one and a half. I don't know. Oh no, never mind. It's nine hundred thousand. Oh, so he's making under a mil. I think that's fine then. Uh, no, yeah. I think it's, yeah, um, oh, base, it's all in, uh, base salary, too. So he makes it straight up. All right, well, then, for that reason, I'll give you a thumbs up, Toronto. Uh, they've, uh, again, uh, Dubas has really, like, changed his philosophy at least a little bit. And, um, they lost Clifford, but they gained a lot of really good assets. They did. Maybe Toronto will get to the second round this year. You hear that, Steve? Dream come true. Yes, it's... Ah, darn you, Toronto. I don't know why. Um, maybe it's just because I'm, you know, I've, I found his stuff in quarantine and I've just become like a rabid fan ever since. But I don't know why. I mentioned Steve Dangle in every episode so far. We got it. We'll, we'll get him on for a guest spot one day. Don't worry. That would be fun. That would be really fun. Ooh. Oh yes. Um, but yeah, I don't think we're gonna do a post game today because we're running really, really long. Yeah. We're at yikes. We're at hour and forty six minutes already. Plenty of time for next episode. Yeah. Um, next, uh, well, this upcoming week, this week, it's probably going to be another insane week. More trades, another more really signings. Insane week. A um, little bit of everything. Uh, player movement is the best time of the year. Yep. Other than probably, a, you know, a Game 7 Cup Final. Those are always right? the best. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, second best player movement all the time. Um, I really love it. We're going to see what happens this week. We will um, – we'll be back, I would say, Sunday this time. Yep. Yeah. So we'll be back Sunday. Uh, we love you guys. Please follow us on Twitter, um, Snake Geringer and Cooler K250. And uh, share us around. We're on Spotify. We're on Google Podcasts. I'm going to try to get us on Apple Podcasts here before sometime. It's really weird trying to work that out. But we're on like Overcast. We're on like seven total platforms Jeez. already. Which for like just starting, it's great. 
Oh yeah. Um, but yeah, please share us around. If you listen to us, share us with your friends who are also hockey fans, get us in front of more guys and gals and these, um, all you fun, non-binary folks, uh, just put us in front of more fans. We're just two dudes hanging out, talking pucks, having fun. Yeah. It's a, it's a blast over here. Oh yeah. Especially two continents apart. (laughs) That, that is true. Right. (laughs) Well, yeah, we'll see you guys on Sunday and, um, take care. Have a good week.